my insights after teleporting around the world, what my life is like now, and how I see our future. This post is about me on the tenuous theory that you might find it interesting. My philosophy has always been both Kaizen and Praxis. The first, a Japanese word that means continuous improvement, and the second, a Greek reference to the importance of action. But philosophies are theoretical if you are practicing medicine. Such a career devolves into groundhog days, repeated ad nauseum, between patient care, staff management, financial worries, and many other things, I was so consumed that my personal development stood still for decades. Now, at 68 years old, I face other challenges. Bereft of any religious comfort, as my friends die, I see my own end approaching like a wall. But I find meaning in getting as much good work done as I can in what time I have left. Since retirement, I've been shot through a cannon of ever-accelerating personal development. During my last years in practice, I began studying the FDA's criminal distortions of hormone therapy, and after I understood that, my focus broadened to the rest of medicine. I learned that we were no longer putting patients first and that corruption was ubiquitous. Because of corporate and government involvement, profits dominated every consideration. Some now call this fascism. After four years of working on and promoting my books, Hormone Secrets and Butchered by Healthcare, one day I found myself in a virtual interview with Peter Bregan, MD. I wanted to talk about what I had studied, but he insisted on a dialogue about COVID. I thought that Bregan was either a jerk or maybe even a little demented, but I was wrong. Thus, he led me, unwillingly and unwittingly, into the brutal red pill reality of current events. I realized the hard way what Plato said in a prior millennium, quote, one of the penalties of refusing to participate in politics is that you end up being governed by your inferiors. I awoke to a lunar, dystopian, monstrous landscape that I had never before suspected. Evil forces had been gradually destroying our free institutions for decades, and ideas I thought were bad jokes confined to colleges such as, quote, critical race theory, were reality. As I cast my gaze around, I learned, things seemed so far gone that all seemed lost. Huge wealthy players were pressing fascist agendas, eating into our constitution and chipping away at the rest of our rule of law. There was still time to act because our institutions still survived, but they couldn't last indefinitely. The broader culture had undergone a shocking degeneration with irrational woke ideologies such as sexual confusion and bizarre racial theories. These were accepted by most of the academics and much of the left wing as gospel. Corporations were cynically complying and profiting. Institutions that I had some respect for, such as hospitals, had turned predatory and lost all regard for human life. A few people were standing up, but most were either eaten by the sophisticated propaganda or were trying to save their hides by covering their heads and pretending to agree. And much more that I will continue to, to describe in my podcast. 
Right now, we face the Davos World Economic Forum terrorists and also a power grab by the World Health Organization. This second threat seems to have been beaten back by quick action led by James Roguski and others, but this World Economic Forum's wealth, power, and evil makes them seem nearly invulnerable. As I've written before, we have to struggle. Our feet are in the alligator's mouth. Thanks to all my readers for accompanying me on this journey. For more background about the subjects I have covered, you can review past posts on my Substack archive. Any communication, especially criticism, is welcome. Use yoho.robert at gmail.com. Podcast Basics Use an application on your phone. The Apple Podcast app works fine, but I like Downcast best. It costs $3. I download and archive my favorites for listening later offline. These include RFK Juniors, The Breggans, and FitRx. I have a few images following from my adventures. Besides the U.S., I've journeyed virtually to India, Australia, Taiwan, France, Britain, and several countries in Africa. You can find the podcast by searching Robert Yoho Podcasts or looking on robertyohoauthor.com. So I have a few of these images of the publicity uh, um, pictures from these different podcasts, including Dr. Moore, who is a true A-lister who is being censored but deserves to be heard. I recommend that if you haven't listened to this one, dig into my archives and he will give you far less to worry about. You can also search for his podcasts on YouTube. The BS Free MD show is hosted by two wonderful Canadians, and I will have them on my podcast soon to tell you about how they kept their clinics open during the pandemic and save lives using the drugs that work. I have a friend named Sandy who lives in Australia, and she sells natural magnesium products, and I've had her on my podcast too. And then I have a photograph of the incision for my total shoulder replacement done a few days ago. I had bone-on-bone arthritis from climbing, weightlifting, and performing thousands of liposuctions. Each one of those surgeries required 2,000 strokes, which accounts for 2 million strokes per 1,000 cases. I'm now at day three and pain-free. I next have a bad selfie with RFK Jr. at one of his charity dinners. He's my age, but he's been through a lot more joint surgery, and he reassured me about my recovery. I have a picture of a nine-foot polar bear stuffed and me in front of it. And I want to remind the listeners that the polar bear population crisis is a pack of lies. They're killing a lot of Inuits because they're so plentiful. There, there may be 10 times of them, more of them, than there were a decade or two ago. And you can either see Dr. Patrick Moore's recent episode on this substack or read his book, Fake Invisible Catastrophes and Threats of Doom. Lastly, here's a teaser. I'm interviewing Tony Lyons and Sophia Karsten soon. They collaborated in the creation of RFK Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci. 
and I have a link right there to a podcast that they did, which is quite inspiring and probably better than the one you'll hear on my podcast. Thanks for your support.